I absolutely would be like, you know what? Gloves are off. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Parladies. We're back. Parladies. Parladies. We are back. Yes. This is Women Can't Parlay. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. Wow. The enthusiasm is here. (laughs) (laughs) I just like totally spaced for a second and just, I don't know. That's where my, I just was like robotic, like, oh yeah, I need to say this. I really am. Like we've been sitting here talking for 15 minutes and being pretty energetic for a Monday, <laughs> but then right then and there, I was like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. I wish I you like could have like blacked out. visibly seen my brain just completely go blank. Cause that's what happened. Yeah. I think you'll Very be able to pick it up on the minutes. microphone too, because it was just <laughs> like, I am. <laughs> uh, it's Monday. We're not doing this on Tuesday. It's yeah. Monday and it's showing yeah it is a it is definitely a monday it's one of the monday mondayest mondays of all as you probably already know we're texas gals and we're running around anxious because there's there's snow coming and i don't know (laughs) how much y'all know about ice and snow in texas but it gets everyone in a fucking frenzy including myself quite the shit show yeah so um, i'm trying to get out for me but it has yeah. been raining all day and it's going to be raining until like 4 a.m and it's like like in the 50s so yeah well no, thank you well i think it's all just reminiscent of last year when we had snowmageddon which this shouldn't be near as bad but you know my mom always has to come stay with me whenever it gets icy because mm-hmm. she works in this town Period. that i live in so <laughs> she stays at my apartment And I just, I'm like, thank God my life must be a little bit more together than last year. Cause the one thing I remember about last year when she had to come over and stay for like a week from snowmageddon was my Christmas was still up. Oh, and yeah. And I had no food. Yeah. I, some, which I'm normally like, you know, me, like I'm normally so type a and have my shit together. And That just came out of nowhere to the point where like I somehow we ended up stranded with like no food and I had my Christmas decorations up still. (laughs) Which is hilarious because wasn't Snowmageddon in March? No, it was February. It was like the second or third week. The freeze was March. The freeze was March. What was the freeze? Yeah, I swear to God it was March. No, it was February. Because remember I came to visit you in Houston for your birthday and my car died because of that freeze because the battery like fucked up somehow yeah totally remember so yeah that we're coming up on a year of that it it was in february from what i remember i gotta like get my life together because i gotta get groceries (laughs) this year and so we don't (laughs) die and um thankfully my christmas is already down and my apartment's actually pretty clean so i don't have a whole lot to do for her but i gotta prep i don't need her judgment (laughs) Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. I'm letting you stay here. No judgment, though. Yeah. Also, I would like everyone to know that I officially hooked Rainy on Wordle. Just an update. Uh, yeah, it took a whole five seconds. Except for I'm so frustrated because I did it Thursday for the first oh. time and Friday, and it kept my record. But then all of a sudden, Saturday, it like reset itself, and it's reset itself every day. So every day, I'm like a one one word. And for the record, I've gotten it every day so far, but mm. it keeps restarting. That's so like, weird. I don't, I don't understand that, but mine hasn't either. done it. So have you Googled neither has, it? Neither of my sisters. They've all stayed the same. I'm like, I haven't X'd anything out. So frustrated. Have you done today's word? Mm-hmm. Got it on three tries. I can't remember if I got it on three or four, but I want to say it was four because I had to use like a uh, I'll I'll screenshot it. I don't want to give okay. it away, obviously. Even okay, though this, I know. even though today, if by the time this comes out, well, yeah, by the time this comes out, nobody will. The word will have been. It'll be passed. So the second try, I somehow did night. Nice. Which, so then it was like. So then you're like, fuck, might. So I had well, so when I did night, every letter was right except right. the end. You know, obviously. So I was like, okay, well, I could do might, fight, sight, light, 
So then I was like, oh, I'm just going to enter the word films and see which letter. And so that's how I did it. Smart. I had to play with my head. I had to play with my head there. Good, good job. Because you were saying last week, like you don't have patience for that shit, but that's like the perfect thing to do. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how I've done so well at Wordle because I really do run out of patience sometimes where I just, instead of like only using the letters that I know are there and changing it up and like, you know, making sure like sometimes I'll just be like, oh, well, solar is like has an S, even though I know there's no A, I'll try that. You know, like I'm the worst (laughs) about that. Like, I don't know how I've done so well because like I do get impatient hilarious i love that game yeah no it's i've good. gotten pretty lucky yesterday's was hard i thought oh yeah um, yesterday's was super hard but yeah it's fun so if you haven't wordled you should go try it it's all yes we're still supporting well, wordle guess- over here um, i just had to let think- everyone know that uh rainy um is already hooked and obsessed i'm a convert did you see i haven't clicked on it or read anything but i think the new york times bought wordle probably but no i did not see that I'm sure they'll ruin it, but it's fine. I know. Yeah. Wordle has been bought by the New York Times, which paid in the low seven figures for the game that has become an online phenomenon. So we'll see how that's about to change. Um, Another random thing I wanted to bring up, just because we've talked about this, like, I think, you know, over the last six months to a year with the Super Bowl change, but I just wanted to remind everyone, especially all you fellas out there that... Although the Super Bowl has been pushed back, which if in my life is a good thing, maybe it's not the best thing for everybody. But I do think people who are off work for President's Day, like that's going to pay off someday. You know, like I think there's a lot of I, I want to say it's more positive than it is negative, but maybe that's just me as an accountant because the Super Bowl being the first weekend of the month always fucked me as an accountant. So I'm very happy it got pushed back, but I think the difficulty is the Valentine's day thing. And especially this year, Valentine's day is the Monday after the super bowl. So I like, I guess I put a reminder in my calendar to talk to, to remind everyone on the podcast, like, Hey, don't forget your girl. Like, don't forget that you got to take care of Valentine's day. And maybe go ahead and get it set up before you get fucking drunk or hungover and call in sick to work on Monday. So yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. This so reminder, reminder, Valentine's Day is approaching. Get your shit figured out. Are you a flowers <laughs> person? Um, not really, but like I don't mind them. Like yeah. I'm indifferent. Yeah. Like if you get me flowers, I, I'm appreciative. I like it, but I don't like have to have flowers every like yeah. birthday or Valentine's day or something. I agree. I think that they're nice. I don't like the whole narrative of like, don't buy me flowers. Like blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm like, I get it. Whatever. I'm not saying you have to buy me flowers all the time, but I'm like, it's a nice gesture. Like I think yeah. you can appreciate it just like you can anything. One thing I will say, I think it's cool. My parents actually got me this last year, but you might remember it, but it's like this weird, like succulent type plant, and it's like hanging on this thing. So it's kind oh, of like yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, it's like super dope and very much my style. So I'm like, I do like a like a I little would bit prefer different. If somebody is gonna get me a flowers or something like, yeah, something different. Yeah, something a little less yeah. mainstream. Exactly. Agree. Well, we also can help with the purchase of those flowers. You know how. <laughs> Um, dimers. I think you should tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, dimers.com. We are presented to you by them and by PointsBet. Dimers has teamed up with PointsBet for an online exclusive offer for the rest of time. <laughs> Every time we do that. Every time. Not for the rest of time, but it's where any new user who signs up with them and bets $50 will get a free Dimers hoodie. To claim the offer and head to the link on our page. To claim it, go to the link, go to our page. Yeah, to to claim the offer, just (laughs) head to the link on our page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay and click the points bet link. Why is this so hard for me today? It's Monday, blame it on that. Jesus. Once you sign up and deposit $50, you'll be able to claim your free Dimers hoodie. That's not all. New users who claim this offer will also be able to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So head on to the head on over to the link now 
to claim and support us and to claim your hoodie, y'all. Go get a hoodie. Yes. Get a hoodie. Get some money so you can buy those flowers. Yes. Or whatever the fuck you want to buy. Yeah. Or, yeah, chocolate, a puppy, a teddy bear, a car, whatever you want. Sports tickets, concert tickets. Dude, that would be a sick Valentine's Day gift. Surprise me with Super Bowl ticket. (laughs) Yeah. Just kidding. I don't really care. Yeah. I wouldn't want you to waste your money unless it was the Cowboys. Yeah. But I would go if somebody's offering. Yeah. FYI. Um, Speaking uh, of football, let's get into that. Let's let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's dive in. NFL Conference (laughs) Championship Weekend. Did not disappoint. No. Another amazing football weekend. I mean... I don't know what we've done to deserve this, but I'm here for it. Yep. Yeah. So I think, you know, obviously we're down to just the two games. So I think we'll just go in order here and start cool. with the Bengals Chiefs game. Yeah. I think a lot of people were, I don't know, maybe surprised at the outcome, which I mean, probably majority of people, especially how the beginning in the, or the first part of the game went, but I think a lot of betters lost some money on that. Yeah, no shit. Um, Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I mean, obviously, I think there are some diehard Joe Burrow fans, Bengals fans. I think a lot of Louisiana LSU fans who maybe believed more than others that they could win. But I think most of like America was probably rooting for Joe Burrow other than like Kansas City and Kansas City fans. But I don't know that anyone I don't know that the majority of people rooting for them or rooting for him thought that they could actually do it. You know, I think deep down everyone thought Casey's likely going to win. Yeah. However, (laughs) we all stand corrected. Yeah. Um, The chiefs (laughs) dominated the first half. I feel like personally, I mean, the Bengals hung on tight and, you know, definitely put up a fight, but I mean, in, like I said, just the tone of the first half, Coming out of it, you were just kind of like, yeah, I don't see how the Bengals are going to pull this off. But the Chiefs did honestly blunder, you know, the last play before halftime, which ultimately really cost them in the end. But um, the second half, we saw the Bengals come alive and pull off a miraculous comeback to go into what we saw this playoff season was another overtime and they came back and won it. So, well, and they didn't win to not to go fully into this again, but to circle back to our NFL overtime talk this time, the team that won the coin toss did not win the overtime. Yeah. And that almost never happens. Yeah, no, it was a very low percentage chance, but in what other, what also was miraculous fashion, like you said, the chiefs actually won the coin toss again, this go around and the Bengals did what a lot of people were arguing last week was you got to go out there and you got to play defense. Like that's the game. And the Bengals did that and happened to get an interception and got the ball back, kept running, you know, run plays down the field, got into field goal range with some extra cushion yards and kicked a field goal to win it. And they are moving on to the Super Bowl. So crazy, like Evan McPherson as a rookie is just like living his best fucking life right now. I know it's insane. I mean, it's so crazy. Yeah, like I, I wonder if he said anything to Burrow on his way out to kick that field goal. I never heard. Yes, yeah, no. I know. I'm shocked that there weren't more things that came out about that because it was just so prominent the week before, but it wouldn't shock me. No, me either. And And I'll be honest. I haven't really gotten to look into a lot of media today. Obviously we normally, we tell, like we talked about earlier, we normally record on Tuesdays. We're recording on Monday. So I don't even know if they've talked about that or not, but I haven't heard, but yeah, yeah, it's like, I can't imagine he didn't walk up to Burrow on his way out there and be like, well, looks like we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no shit. I wouldn't but, doubt it. And how um, fucking wild is it that like, cause we talk, I mean, everybody right now is talking about like, yeah, I think a lot of people are shocked that the chiefs aren't going to the Super Bowl this year, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, Mahomes is still so young. Like there's still so much that yeah. like they can accomplish in these years, but also look the fuck out for Cynthia y'all because like Joe Burrow's a tiny baby. 
Jamar Chase, like all these guys, Evan McPherson, yes. like all these folks are so young. And I'm like, <gasps> they get to the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? The more drafts they get, the more like they grow together. I just like, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think there's a lot of that talk, which I'll be honest, like some of the little that I heard today, there's a lot of people just already starting to talk negatively about Mahomes and just like how he, you know, really choked this game and just like questioning him and his abilities. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to like put him in some like bubble wrap and act like he shouldn't get some scrutiny for like how the game went yesterday. But I also think like, come on guys, they've done a lot. They've been impressive. Like he's been impressive to get this far. It's hard to knock any team who makes it to the AFC championship. Well, especially after the way they started their season, like, come on y'all. Yeah. So I'm just not ready to like start hating on Patrick Mahomes yet. Like, yes, I think that yesterday was a bad game for him, but like people have bad games. And now, yes, will that start to shape the conversation, shape the narrative? Because, I mean, if everyone remembers last year, we were having these conversations, or at least we were after the Super Bowl with, like, the Brady versus Mahomes thing. Mm -hmm. So I do think, yeah, it's starting to, like, in a way that that conversation is becoming a lot more harder to have in that there's just a lot more evidence that we have of yeah. Brady versus Mahomes, but there's still so much more that could yeah. be ahead of Mahomes' career that it's just too soon to be like writing this guy off already. He's yeah, still an I amazing agree. quarterback. He's still an amazing playmaker. That's whatever. I feel like every year, which I don't know, I sometimes feel like Chiefs fans, maybe they're just louder, but so the Chiefs losing this game, it's like everybody's all of a sudden a GM. Everyone's all of a sudden a head coach. Everyone's all yeah. of a sudden like, power personnel person or something. And it's like, y'all, I don't know. I get it. And I get the emotions of sports and stuff. I just, I'm with you. Like, yeah. why are we, why are we trying to cancel Mahomes after this one game? Like right. he's done incredible things this season and has ever since he got into this league. So yeah. the breaks and like, see what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. Totally. And I mean, it's like, I was, you know, I felt really like that was a hard thing for me too, as a Cowboys fan after this season, not to get into that, but I just felt like with the talent and the money that we've put into the team, it was very, very frustrating to go out there and do what we did this year. So I can see that coming from a chiefs fan because now, you know, you've gotten very close and you lost, then you won the super bowl. Then you got to the Super Bowl and lost. And now it's like, again, so for the talent that they have, I get it's a frustrating thing. And I think they have every right to be frustrated. But for people to start like talking the way they are about Mahomes, I think is a little like premature. Like you're going to, that's going to come up in arguments, especially like the Brady versus Mahomes arguments. But like it is what it is. Like he, you know, and I do think a lot of it was on him that fumble at the very end you know, they were like first and goal on the five yard line. And that set them where they could have easily, you know, got a touchdown and won the game. They ended up getting, you know, he ended up getting sacked like 30 yards back and put them back into what was like, not the easiest field goal range. So like, thankfully they, you know, were able to kick and tie it up, but unfortunately then he throws that interception in overtime, which he had thrown an interception in regular play. And those yeah. were, what was the stat? His it's his first, it was his second interception. This whole postseason of the whole, or yeah, was it? Yeah. His second, it was right, one and two of the entire. Play. Yeah. And then it was the third. I think only he's only thrown one interception well, he had thrown in the whole year. Yes. So now he has three interceptions on the year. But oh. two came in this postseason, and he hadn't had any until yesterday. Okay, in the is that what it was? Which was just like one game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I still couldn't wild. remember, but but I knew to it was something that, crazy. Yeah, to me, that's like the difference, right? Because if you look at game stats from yesterday, it was like threw for two hundred and seventy-five yards. He had three fucking touchdowns, but he had two interceptions, and he almost never throws interceptions. Yeah. His rating was still a ninety-one point three, but typically 
his ratings are like 123, 138, 113, 135. So it's like, I know that's not what it has to do with everything, but like, yeah, he also almost always throws over 275 yards. So like, you can see just even in that, like mm-hmm. the competition is stiffer or the Bengals, like they made their adjustments after halftime. Right. And the chiefs kind of just stayed on this level of like, it just ain't happening. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I think too, a lot of people are also throwing out the whole, like Jackson and Brittany thing. Is this yeah. Mahomes crumbling under the pressures of the media from those two? And I'm like, no. I think that's a bit extreme, but I do think that the chiefs as well as their organization and the fans to have reasons to be like, okay, like concerns, right? Like, yeah. cause it just seems like their shit is so outshined by the drama of Brittany yeah. and, well, and Jackson and that, yeah. that I and think then- the Kansas city chiefs are probably getting tired of that. So yeah, I, I, I could see certain conversations happening in the off season of like, we're going to have to deal with this, you know, for yeah. next year. So I hate myself for doing this, but um, unapologetic cowboy fans, isn't that what it says in our bio? Yes. It um, is. Just thinking about this. Cause I read something the other day, like, I guess uh, someone's doing like a t-shirt uh, like for Brittany. I don't know if she, if they're doing it and then she's just now part of it or if she came up with it, but they're basically selling t-shirts for charity. So it's based around like you know, like cyber bullying and like online bullying because she oh. obviously gets a lot of hate online, but she also posts a lot of shit online. And I'm not saying she's deserves to be one shouldn't open all, you up to the other. She's not bullying exactly. other people online. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But what is so crazy, which of course we live in the world of social media right now. Can we think back to the mirror, Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson days where she was merely just fucking dating Tony Romo yeah. and our entire fan base and the entire NFL planet just inc- ripped her for shit that I was like so much so that she just stopped going to games. Like she never went to a game again. And I'm like, Oh yeah. That's her football team. Our too. losses were like blamed on her somehow. Yeah. I'm like, that's so fucking insane that like that even happened to that degree. Mm-hmm. And then now we're dealing with this. So like on one hand, I kind of like applaud Brittany Matthews or whatever her last name is to be like, whatever, this is me. And this is how I'm supporting my man where she annoys me less than the Jackson Mahomes thing. Cause I think he gets a little disrespectful, but yeah, I agree. I just am like, I'm still kind of on the same page as I was last week. I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Patrick Mahomes, I don't think they're to blame for what happened yesterday. Yeah. Same. Certainly could be a factor, but I think everyone is just blowing it so out of proportion and it's the media that's making it a thing. And I do think I could see like there being conversations in the off season about, we need to calm this down. We need to tame this. Like we need to like figure out a way because it's just all of the storylines of the Kansas city chiefs are becoming Brittany and Jackson. And I'm sure as a player and as an organization, that's annoying. So I think there's certainly like steps that could be taken. And as a fan, it's probably the biggest eye roll thing that you're like, this is embarrassing for our fan base. But like, do I think that it directly impacted Mahomes, like Patrick's state and play yesterday? Like not really. No, I don't. One last thing I'll add. Um, on my opinion of things is guys, let's not forget that he's made it to the playoffs and, or the super bowl. He's made it to the postseason every fucking season. He's been in this league. Yes. He's like, very, that very is good. so yes. hard to do. That is so hard to do. Like you can't have back to back to back to back to back incredible seasons. It's just not, especially with the way the game changes and like new athletes and all this other shit. I'm like, yes, do personal things in your life come into play for sure. But Mm -hmm. let's not forget what he's done in the last four years. There's a lot going on and it's not. Yeah. So anyway, just escalating. It's so ridiculous. I agree with you. I I think it's very important to say. Um, I also think before we move on, it's. Yeah. We have to mention, like, because we kind of jumped into like a whole Patrick Mahomes thing. Yes, we did. Um, we can't go on without saying, I mean, obviously, Joe Burrow, like, we have to like oh, give credit yeah. where credit is due, but I want to make sure, like, we recognize the Bengals' defense because, oh, yeah, as much as I love Joe Burrow and I think he's clearly like, I mean, he's 
arguably in his rookie season. His season didn't count last year in my mind. So like, yeah, he tore his ACL. Everybody remember that. And now he's in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Like, I mean, there's, there's obvious cred that you have to give there to him, but this game in particular was won by their defense. And it was very impressive holding Kansas city to just three points in the second half, which the three points were to kick that field goal to go into overtime. And I think too, it's just important to point out like the Bengals have this, what appears to be an amazing ability to never give up. Not not only are they prepping like crazy, obviously I think a lot of people probably saw the videos of last week where they're practicing in a stadium. They're practicing outdoors, which they always do by the way, in Cleveland, because they have no fucking resources apparently at all. They were practicing outside with Cleveland. Uh, I'm not Cleveland. Sorry. Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I got to go to bed. Um, <laughs> I knew what oh, you meant, but I was, I was literally in my head like, wait, no, it's not Cleveland that has two. T- What's the state? And I legit couldn't think of the state. Well, they're both in Ohio. So I guess, I mean, I I'm myself. not too far off, but. Um, no, you nailed it. You literally, anyway, go. Yeah. Me. Anyway. Yeah. So um, <laughs> they were practicing with like sound machines for the audience to prep for Kansas City. They are very serious about this and not just imply other teams are not, but for them to go to the measures that they're going is impressive and amazing. And it's obviously helping them. So not only are they doing that kind of prep, but then they are clearly finding ways to make adjustments in the game. Yeah. They are not giving up. Whereas you do see that with a lot of teams who just fail to make adjustments and, and that makes this team very dangerous, very dangerous. Agreed, especially when you're playing against a team like the Chiefs, who has proven success and has as many, yep. tar- or, um, you know, the word I can never think of, weapons as yes. the Bengals Targets do. Weapons, I mean, yeah, yeah well, same thing. But yeah, I mean, that's intimidating. And to go into it knowing, did they play twice this season already or just once? Just once. The Bengals. Okay, so the, the Bengals won. Yeah. Yeah. The Bengals beat them once already. So that's already hard to go into this game mm-hmm. in the postseason at the AFC championship and beat them a second time and they did it like yeah and crazy fun fact the first time they played the Chiefs were down by 11 at halftime same thing happened again they were down by 11 at halftime insane yeah that's no it 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 is so impressive to the point where it's like I don't want to act like I've hated on the Bengals team but I've certainly doubted how far they can go just sure. because I feel like they're so new as a team that I'm like, how are they going to beat the chiefs? How are they going to this? I'm done doubting them. Like I have all the, <laughs> yeah. com- I mean, I hate that I ever did. Like I took them week one. And then yeah. after week one, I really, as much as I wanted them to win, I've been betting with my head versus my heart. Well, and sure. I got to say like, not to jump ahead, but I'm like, I think I'm done doing that. Yeah. At this I mean, point, I don't know how you can not bet it. I don't know how you can't bet with them or or think that they can do this. Yeah. They have just overcome so much and proven yeah, everyone lose. wrong that it's like, I'm no longer going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they lost to the Jets this year, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Like, that's not something anybody would think some, like a team could come back from. Exactly. Um, obviously, yeah. it's just one loss, but like, that yeah. really shows you where they've come from even just that game. Right. Um, and yeah, also and, and like a, a team like Kansas City, unfortunately, because of their talent and because of their relatively continued success, they didn't make adjustments. They just kept trying to make it happen because they have a guy like Patrick Mahomes who goes out there and proves yeah. week in and week out that he can just miraculously figure it out. And then you lost. You came up short. Yeah. So, and I think too, am I wrong in that every game now, this playoffs, the Bengals have won on like a walk-off field goal. Field goal. So uh, McPherson has, I think that was like either the second or the third time this season that he's done that. Well, it's at least the second because they did it last week. I want to say all games have been walk-off field goals, but I could be wrong and it doesn't matter. We can move on. I just am like, it's wild, but they are just continuing to do it. 
So this is crazy. I just looked it up for us. McPherson McPherson now has two game winning walk off field goals in as many in as many weeks. So two for two, giving him a total of five on the year. McPherson is twelve of fourteen on field goals of fifty plus yards on the year, as the twelve field goals made are the most from fifty yards in a single season in NFL history. He's a freak. Yeah. Great draft pick again. Yeah. I mean, he, they got a lot of shit for that, but that's why you draft a kicker. <laughs> yeah. That's their big saying right now. And yeah. I mean, they have the evidence to back it up. Like he was a great option. And if it weren't for Joey B, I'd be like, he might be an MVP candidate. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. I mean, forever. fuck. I know it's wild. Okay. Well, let's move on. Cause we have yes. been on this game way too long, unfortunately, <laughs> although I get it. There's a lot to talk about, but this, I, I was joking how I'm like, oh, it'll be like an easy hour episode. We have less to talk about. I'm like, we're already on a bad track. The way this is heading, we're uh, already yeah. over an hour. Sure. Um, so Trainer. the the other game we had was Niners Rams, which another great game. I mean, this game, the score stayed very close throughout. Not a lot of action in terms of scoring, a lot of defense here. But the Niners really, again, the first half looked great. Yeah. The Niners came out, and although the score was close throughout most of it, the game wasn't so close itself. Yeah. Like the Niners were really owning it on the field. Yeah. But the Rams came alive in the second half, which they really came alive in the fourth quarter, to be honest, because they scored like 13 points in the fourth quarter. I think holding the the Niners to just seven points. There was the tipped interception that swung the momentum. It was crazy because that's kind of a big way that the 49ers have gotten this far is like... They've had yeah. a few, you know, defensive plays that were very similar that got them here. So, yeah, but both teams playing with a really strong defensive strategy kept the score very low, but certainly that means it kept both teams in it and yeah. the Rams charged ahead and were able to make it happen. They win 20 to 17. I think that for me, there was like some takeaways that I had from the game itself was like, Certainly what were very questionable moments by Sean McVay. There were two challenges that were just, mm-hmm. in my opinion, awful challenges. There wasn't enough video evidence to reverse them. So I was just like, these are risky moves because if you challenge and you don't win, you lose your timeouts. And he did. Right. They, yeah, they had zero timeouts left with. Yeah, it was very shaky for them at the end because I certainly thought that them fucking themselves out of those timeouts was going to come back to haunt them. And they're lucky that it ultimately didn't agree. There were a lot of things I think in that game or like a lot of plays that like the one you just talked about that definitely swung, swung it to the Rams a little bit more, mm-hmm. but there was like that missed interception by the 49ers that could have absolutely swung yes. it back in their direction. And then question for you. So like, and I, we didn't even talk about it. We got to watch the games together yesterday, guys. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Randy like, and I live. were together yesterday, which never happens. <laughs> yeah. So live in living color, watching the shit. And we didn't talk about this because I don't, I don't feel like it came on during the game. But I've seen a couple of things where people are talking about Trey Lance and like, why wouldn't you do this and that? So my question to you is like, did you think that during the game? Like, I don't know if I'm the only person that's like not a Trey Lance diehard right now. Like, I don't. Do I think Jimmy G had a great game yesterday? Absolutely not. Yeah. I just don't think he's as bad as a lot of people say he is. And I also don't know, like, we don't know what Trey Lance is capable of. We've only watched him play like half a game or one game. I think it's a tough thing. But in my personal opinion, I would say that based on what Garops has done this postseason, you can't not, you can't not stick with him right now. And where he really fucked up, in my opinion, or and that that sounds a little harsh, <laughs> like where he really maybe didn't play his best, I feel like was the very end of the game. So yeah. at that point, I just don't know that it's. It, I don't think it's the right play call to put Trey Lance in either. Like, yeah, I, I mean, maybe the smarter football people of the world, most everyone in the world, might have a different <laughs> opinion yeah. or might have a better like thought process on that. But to me, I'm like. The game was still so close up until the very end. It's not yeah. like they were losing 
you know, and he was throwing an interception every yeah. other play or like not getting the ball out or exactly. whatever. I, I mean, yeah. I think that they did all they could do and they came up short and that's just the reality of it. Although I'm, I mean, yeah, you hope that Jimmy Garoppolo has a better game, but he didn't and they lost. Yeah. And that's just yeah. is what it is. There's no way to say that Trey Lance would have gone out there and done better. I think to me, that's just like desperate Niners fans who are like, we should have done this or we should have done yeah. that. And I think that's more alluding to the kind of thing that like we were talking about earlier when, you know, you lose and then everyone comes out of the woodworks with their coaching yeah. opinions. Yeah, for sure. Now that was kind of my take on it. Yeah. I, was just I haven't really seen that narrative online, but again, I also have barely been able to like review yeah. or read any post game, anything from the, the games yesterday. Yeah. I, literally in my car this half of this entire day. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. I've been, I came home yesterday and like went to sleep and then I've been at yeah. work all day and then we immediately hopped on this call. So like I've been able to review like zero percent, <laughs> barely anything. Yeah. Agreed. No, I'm not going to lie. My heart belongs with Debo Samuel after that oh, game. That was a heartbreaking thing to see. I mean, my God. <laughs> and then on the other side of it, though, it's like really cool to see like Robert Woods, like let's not forget one of the Rams top receivers that went out with a torn ACL earlier this season, Robert right. Woods, who now they're in the Super Bowl and he doesn't get play in it, but like how they're kind of rally or rallying around him. And like, I've just seen several comments be like, you know, them basically saying, let's not forget about him. Like he's a big reason why we're here and all this shit. And I just love sports. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I also think it's funny. I don't know if you'll remember this or not, but in the game, George Kittle, like after he scored a touchdown, even he, I don't know if you remember this or not, but he dabbed. And I was like, Oh Oh, God, I was like, Oh God, he just dabbed on national television or something. And I like, in the moment, I remember saying that apparently that was for big cat. And like, (gasps) like if I score, I'm going to dab for you for your birthday. I was just going to say right before I was like, I'm, I'm hoping that it's some bet or something. He said, <laughs> if I score, I'll do this. Oh my God, that's fucking awful. Well, apparently he oh. did for Big Cat. So sorry, my apologies to George Kittle. I think that's actually <laughs> hilarious. But in the moment I was like, ew, he that's just embarrassing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That is hilarious, actually. Um, so I think too, just to like kind of wrap this one up as well. I am so excited for Matt Stafford. I'm excited yeah. for Odell. I think I think those are two amazing stories that we have going through this postseason. I mean, I'm sure there's a thousand more that I'm not thinking of. I think it's an interesting thing to think about Jared Goff right now or Andy Dalton and like yeah. some of these people who spent their time, you know, in the trenches of this of these teams who are now in the Super Bowl. But I just also don't think that's fair because yeah they're completely different teams and it's unfortunate and it sucks but it's also For like sure. well you can't pretend that the new people in these teams weren't directly affecting them being the where they are today so i just yes. don't really like that conversation that's happening you know Everybody. i just i don't think it's i get it it's like you know an obvious thing that you want to point out especially given that like the golf Stafford yeah. trade just happened. So it's like, that's an obvious narrative that people are going to talk about, but I just don't think it's fair. I mean, I agree. And I would hope that golf is like nothing but happy for him. So I, I would assume. So, I mean, he's been pretty decent through this whole thing. So I can't, I, if he doesn't feel a little bit like, damn, that sucks. Well, yeah, I expect him to be that way or else he is. A yeah. He's human. Back. Yeah, exactly. But for sure, I think I think he's a good guy. I mean, I think he's been pretty decent. Yeah, I just think that's um, like a that's a big thing that people are talking about. And I'm like, I get it. But like, it's really not it's it's a conversation, but it's a non conversation. Like agreed. one doesn't have anything to do with the other one. You don't get to where you are in the Super Bowl without Matt Stafford, without Joe Burrow, without the all the yep. heavy hitters that weren't sure. there before, you know, that's just For the sure. difference. Like, yeah, it's a different kind of a dumb exactly. thought, but obviously we're going to do it. Well, here's, um, something, here's something that kind of involves those people. This person tweeted this. I don't know who it is. 
Stafford playing, Eminem performing. This is the closest Detroit has ever been to actually being in a Super Bowl. <laughs> Turned my heart oh. I love Dan Campbell, but I'm like. That's hilarious, but mean. It's so mean. Just a swift kick to Detroit really quick. Yeah. <laughs> As if like, they're not already like, fuck. Yeah. Why are we kicking them when they're down, y'all? Like, let's just leave, leave Detroit leave alone. Detroit alone. <laughs> but I still giggled, so I had to read it. No, um, I love that. That's funny. I hadn't seen that, but I've seen a few like similar things. But yeah, I know that's funny. Seems like there was something else along those lines that I was going to say. I feel like I'm so all over the place today. This is going to be terrible. Um, I think it's interesting to think about how these two teams are formed, you know, like one being this like LA Rams, like huge new stadium, new everything, barely have a fan base because everything was put together by like money and power versus the poor old Bengals who don't have like a proper practice facility that isn't indoors, like in the middle of terrible Cincinnati weather and like, you know, they, their team was put together basically by draft picks, whereas it was formed and selected versus like paid off or paid out. Yeah. Um, Like the Rams haven't had a first round draft. They're never going to have a draft pick again. Again. Yeah. They went chips all fucking in on that. Yeah. So it, that's, it's just kind of interesting to think about. It's very like, Moneyball, the like the movie Moneyball. I think you know it's like just another part of the storyline. Also, really great, really great helmet helmet challenge, like really great helmet to helmet situation going on here. Well, helmet. What am I trying to say? Like, Uh, good question. What are you trying to say? Like, they both have awesome helmets. (laughs) Yes, agreed. And they're they're animals, right? Like. Well, they're the, the only two, horns. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're the only two helmets in the NFL that don't have their logo on them. Like, that don't have their... Wait. Not logo. I'm not saying the right thing. Okay. But, well, but they're... But it's a good helmet down. off. They're, I like it. Does that like make it. sense? Yeah, it's a helmet off. I Regardless. Like great helmet off. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Sorry. Nobody cares about this, but I always like to read people things that they can. We've lost people long ago. I think <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just like to read funny things that I find on the internet, but now I can't even remember. And I thought I saved it, but I guess I didn't about the cats. Yes. Oh, uh, there is a stat where it's like the chiefs, I think in every postseason loss has been to a cat themed team a yeah, cat they've never, mascot they've never won a postseason game against a cat team. yeah i think that's correct that's so <laughs> great wild. stat that's a see that's a great fun stat that's a great stat yeah i, I put in my note we talked about it last night because i wrote in the notes chiefs lose to cat teams so <laughs> that was my note <laughs> but yeah just in terms of like the super bowl itself I'm really excited for the teams that made it. They're both lovable teams. Like, I think these are like, I think the Rams have a little bit of that, like flair that like people don't like, you know, like, you know, when you talk about like Yankees, Cowboys like that, I think they have a little Mm -hmm. bit of that, but they're such a new organization in terms of their relocation that I think it's a little bit different. And the whole Matt Stafford thing is really, I think, what gives them that that lovable yeah. quality. Yeah, there's a lot um, of good stories. So I'm really pumped for either of these teams being in the Super Bowl, but now it makes it very hard because I'm like, I don't know who to root for. But so the positive is, though, is that we're going to get a good game. Yeah, and no, I, I do. Two teams that's like, okay, so this is cool. I was I had some football show on in the background and someone asked, like, which is the better story? Joe Burrow or Matt Stafford. But the guy's answer was, why does one have to be better than the other? The fact that both of those guys are there right now is fucking badass. And we all get to watch this play out in two weeks. And that's just really cool football experience. Everybody wants their own team in there. But I just think that both stories are great. One doesn't have to be better than the other because I would be extremely happy to see Joe Burrow win a fucking Super Bowl right now. But also, he's got like a thousand years left in this league. I know. That's like, it would, it's also a cool story and kind of Cinderella-y if Matt Stafford wins a Super Bowl this year. Yes. And then if you take into consideration like Sean McVay as well and his genius mind, and then even like Zach Taylor, like it's just, 
That's what makes it hard. And and I think that's a good way to look at it. So I do like whoever said that. Let's just, you know, be grateful to both of them or whatever. But like, I just need somebody to root for. And so much of me wants to root for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But then I'm like, like you just said, that's where my head goes. I'm like, they have their entire life ahead of them at this point. Whereas Matt Stafford does not. And he deserves this, you know, like. It's well, a tough we, one. It's so yeah. hard. Well, can we throw out there really quick that Von Miller probably isn't really too upset about his trade anymore? Oh, fuck no. He's <laughs> very He's going happy. To the ship. Yeah, um, that's so that. interesting to think about as well. Yeah, I am going to read this stat because I did find it. So Andy Reid is now winless in conference championships against teams named after cats. In 2003, they lost the NFC title game versus the Panthers. 2018, they lost the AFC title game. Oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. So, okay, anyway, obviously the loss of the Bengals yesterday. They said loss in 2018 AFC title game versus the Cheetahs, which was the Patriots. Oh. <laughs> Must have been deflate gate. I didn't fully read that until right the now. Cheetahs. <laughs> yeah, it would, yeah, it would so, probably be the deflate gate stuff. That is hilarious. So he's still winless, <laughs> but it's just two teams that, they, that he lost to. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, I don't know who I'm going to root for, but I, and I think the line is like four and the favorite team is the Rams. I really just don't know how, like, it's going to be hard for me to not bet with and root for the Bengals, but I'm going to, I think what I've learned obviously now betting through two post seasons and like last season, I did really bad this season. I started out strong and then did really bad. I think what I've learned is that what I need to remember going into like future postseasons is that those teams are there for a reason. Yeah. And it's, there is a difference between your head and your heart. And I think when it comes to the Cowboys, I got to be careful and I'll probably just stay away from those plays. But when it comes to somebody like the Bengals, it's not fun for me to bet on a team just because I think they're going to win, but I want the Bengals to win. And then I have like a conflicting thing. So I think in the future, although like I'm obviously going to, you know, continue analytically to make sure that I'm not just like totally crazy. I just think that I wish I could go back and have, well, I mean, it's easy to say now that's going to be a dumb statement, but like, (laughs) I just think like there's something to be said for just like going with your heart, especially in the playoffs, because you just never know what could happen. And there's teams like the Bengals that shake things up and surprise everyone. So although yeah. I think that there's no there is no love lost in like thinking Kansas City was gonna win yesterday, but they yeah. fucking didn't. So like I would have rather just have enjoyed the game, not only betting for the team that I was rooting, you know, being able to yeah. bet and root for the same team. Yeah, so I think I'm going to take that away from this postseason moving forward. Do it, and which makes me think that I'm probably going to bet on the Bengals, but we'll see. Right, and then we also have to quickly mention our parlay. So uh, every week this postseason, we thought it would be fun to do an anytime touchdown parlay. Which, for whatever reason, I think you know, like the first two weeks of playoffs, like somebody didn't score or two people didn't score and it just didn't pan out, whatever kind of interesting when, when it was like Jamar chase who wasn't scoring and like obvious people that you kind of thought were definitely going to score. So yesterday we're, you know, down to four teams. So I can't pick six touchdown scores because then it's just ridiculous. Like we don't know how many touchdowns are actually going to be scored. And you know, there's only two games, two games. So we ended up going with like some obvious ones and it was one from each team. And we picked Chase, Samuel, Cup, Cup and Kelsey and Kelsey. And they all fucking scored. Yeah, they did. But in order to juice the parlay, because we were down to touchdown scores, I added Kansas City to win and the Rams to win. So we lost the plus 1400 part lay by one leg. And that one leg, of course, was fucking Kansas City to win. So unfortunately, we were very, very close and fell short. But that's 
what that's parlays for you. Yes. So we still we almost parlay. It turns out. Yeah. We are getting closer to parlaying. <laughs> Whatever. We have hit parlays in the past, but it's just funny because. Well, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I just think it's hilarious. Like, I mean, if you know anything about gambling or if you don't know anything about gambling, parlays are a trap. They're dangerous. They <laughs> will not win you money. You should not be putting full units on them. We are putting $10 on the parlay. So like, um, <laughs> that you're not you're you might get lucky and that's great and good for you because i saw a couple crazy parlays this weekend that i'm like damn that would have been nice but the odds of them are the reason that they are they're the the odds that they are for a reason and um you're just not typically gonna win money that way so it's fun to do in the playoffs it's fun to do like i'm sure we'll do another one for the super bowl but yeah it's not something that you should rely on yeah. So unfortunately we were very close, but anyway, anything else on the games yesterday that we missed? I feel like I might have missed stuff just even on my notes, but whatever, it's fine. I'm sure. No. Um, just that the first time for the first time in 19 years, the Super Bowl won't contain at least one of either Tom Brady, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, or the San Francisco 49ers. Wow, that's kind of crazy. For the first time in 19 years. That's insane. Jesus. I mean, Tom Brady's like the heavy one on that, but yeah. Well, yeah, he's been to like all of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a good segue because speaking of Tom Brady, he's next up on the agenda here. I feel like Ooh. we have to talk about this. Yeah. Tom Brady drama. Yeah, which at least it's fun. Like, I don't know. I'm curious if this was like an Aaron Rodgers situation, if I would be as like lighthearted about it. I don't know. I don't think I'm very lighthearted about it. Really? <laughs> well, but I mean, like to me, I would be like Aaron Rodgers did it on purpose. He's just trying to be dramatic. Oh, I off. disagree completely. I I'm like pissed for Tom Brady. I feel like. Well, me too. That's what I'm saying. If oh, okay. Aaron, so you're saying I'm like saying you if would it was Aaron if it Rogers, were if, if like, this yeah. happened to Aaron Rodgers, would you be pissed for Aaron Rodgers? Okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, no, I would just be like, this dude did that on purpose. Like he's trying to drag it out and be dramatic, but like obviously kind of different situations, right? Well, I think it would depend on the scenario, but yeah, like I, I don't know. This whole thing is kind of fucked. So basically just to get it started, Tom, the announcement came over the weekend that via Jeff Darlington and via Adam Schefter that Tom Brady is set to retire. It was very weird when it first came out. Everyone was like, oh, wow, that's kind of like sudden. And like, I don't think people were necessarily expecting it, at least not at that time. Yeah. And then like even us, we were live texting through it. And not long after it was leaked or not long after it was said, I even started texting you and I'm like, look, there's a weird feeling. Something's going on. Something's going on. I was like, there's a weird feeling on the Internet and Twitter like. People are already starting to retract, question it. I'm like, something's up, something's fishy. Yes. And I think, you know, we're still in a place where we don't really know, but I think we have more information. I mean, at the time of that all going down, apparently Brady was on vacation with his family. And, but it sounds like there's just kind of this questionable retract in that now Tom Brady's camp is kind of coming out and saying like, he, you know, had not intended to announce that he was formally retiring yet or that he is retiring and that that's still up in the air. But ESPN is really standing by their man saying like they have the sources or they have the sourcing and like they're sticking with their story here. So it's all very Ooh. interesting. So from what I gathered today, because this is probably like one of the only things that I kind of looked into it all because I'm just still very curious. And there is also like rumblings of like Tom Brady having a big payday come February 4th. And that's why he retracted an announcement. But I'm, I'm also hearing that like that has nothing to do with it, but it sounds to me like, so I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod or if you even know this, but they are currently filming and going to be releasing like a, documentary on tom brady through espn which is similar to like the last dance i can't Mm -hmm. remember what it's called off the top of my head now but i just makes sense 
anyways, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know the extent of it. I don't know that it's going to be like a 10 episode thing like the last dance was, but I just think it's interesting that ESPN is the one who is the platform of its release. And then they're the ones that leak this information. So from what I'm hearing is that the documentary was supposed to end with Brady's retirement. He filmed an episode and or was filming his retirement to be released in this documentary. Oh, that's fucked up. So, yeah. So it's kind of like, what the hell? And I don't know if that's true or not true. I, I and maybe I'm misunderstanding things, but that is what I gathered. Ian Rappaport was on Pat McAfee today. And again, it was just all very weird how in one hand they're saying like these representatives of ESPN and ESPN yeah. themselves and, and Schefter are saying like they're sticking to their story, but then in the yeah. same right, they're like, yeah, he didn't get to do it on his own. And it's like, yeah, because of you. So I don't know, maybe I just don't understand media and maybe I'm just, I'm not a cold hearted enough to do that, but I just, I feel for Tom Brady in that. I think what we do know is that he had plans to retire. He wanted to do it in his own way, which he has earned the right to do and absolutely should have the chance to do. And it was taken from him. Yeah. Due to like, people wanting there? to get to be first and be the source. Yeah, well, exactly that. And also, you know how my conspiracy mind works. I'm like, are they trying to now get like pre-ratings? Like, oh, if we excite everybody about this, then we put this documentary out. I'm like, everybody's going to watch that anyway. So. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and who knows? Like, I'm I'm over here feeling bad for Brady because from my understanding is he's not happy about it. And this was not yeah. to happen. And rightfully so, if that's the case. now. We could conspiracy theory this with what you were just saying. So Did many layers. They, is this for ratings? Who who the fuck knows? Yeah. But I just, I don't think so, but maybe I just know that I just think it's gross. Like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like them not letting him have his moment. I don't know when his moment was going to be, but apparently it had something to do with something being filmed and something to do with this documentary may or may not be coming out or released on or around the Super Bowl. I know that's when he did his Bucks announcement. So I don't know. All I know is I do think that from what I gather, somebody took this away from him and I just don't think that's fair. Yeah. And I guess like, I just still, there's so many layers to this that maybe we'll know, maybe Tom will do another like short doc to like, look, tell I'm us over all. here. I'm over here. Like, is Tom going to fuck around and just not retire and really be well, like, that's what I was gonna all say. of you. Cause yeah, like, I think that now. would be the, I think if Me this too. is what went down and this was taken from him, I absolutely would be like, you know what? Gloves are off. Yeah. I'm coming back fuckers. And yeah. I am no longer going to source shit for you. Yeah. Like, or I'm no. no longer using you at all for my source. Fuck you. Fuck ESPN. I'm yeah, no. out for blood. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be fucking badass. But I guess like there's so many layers to this. I don't know that we'll ever know yes. the full truth. I hope that we do. But the one thing I agree with you, and I, this is very much a sneaky, gross media situation, but my curiosity comes from like, was it possibly just Tom Brady's dude that tells Adam Schefter like in confidence, hey, this is what's happening. And then he went and did it. Like, you know, is it more of like single people or was it the conglomerate of ESPN? Like, was it a big decision or was it like, and then they're like now protecting him and him. But either way, I think Tom Brady has every right to be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Women can play school. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. And then do whatever he wants. Yeah. And if Tom Brady wants to use women can't parlay as his platform, we are here for you. We're we're here. Yes. We're open. We're we're wide open. <laughs> yes, <laughs> wide the fuck open. <laughs> no, I have. I don't know. And who knows? Like we said, but I just am like I wouldn't put it past him to call Gronk up and be like, "Saddle up, bitch. We're not done." Yeah. And like, and I just I was surprised. I was genuinely surprised at the retirement announcement. Not even because of the timing, but even like what I said from last week. I didn't think he was done. 
I or felt making like, a decision. I didn't think something would come out this fast. I figured no. we'd be waiting for a while. Right. I agree. I, I totally agree. And I also, if he really was retiring, then it got me to thinking too, would he not retire with the Patriots? Like, is yeah. I don't know. It, it got me thinking like, you would think he would, but uh, do they have, is their relationship, you know, is he now loyal to the Bucks or would he go sign like a one day contract with the Patriots? Like, like we to retire with them. Cause you know, that's where, you know, the 90% of his success happened. So that to me was confusing in that when I look back, I would have thought he would have, but maybe I'm wrong. And he's moved on from all that. I don't know, but it just, again, like you said, it's multifaceted, it's multi-layered. And that's another layer that makes me think that kind of threw me off in the retirement. And he had not informed the Bucks, the organization of any form of retirement, like heads up. Yeah. Another thing is like, we all know he's got time left in him too. Like yeah, he's, he's definitely coming to the end of his rope, but let's not pretend like they he doesn't have at least a year or two left in him. No, they just poked the motherfucking bears. Yeah. What they did. I, don't well, I don't know. We'll get to see more history if he does that. That would be yeah. kind of dope. We'll see how this plays out. But I mean, for him to already have the issues that he has with needing to like find more time for a family. And then if this really all came down in a shocking form to his you know, for him not knowing, and then him to be on vacation with his family, just so shitty. And I just, I can't get on board with that kind of media. And maybe that makes me bad at media, but like, I just don't care. No, I don't either. It's there's certain, especially when you've covered this dude for his entire career and he probably respected some shit from you. You've done the same in return. Why this? Why now? Very strange. I can say it's not a good look for old Shefty, which maybe that matters. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know when, you know, when you've gotten to the place that he is, but in my mind, I don't like it. So like, I'm, yeah, it gives me, it feels cringy or it feels like it's got some dirty. I don't know what kind of dirty it is, but I just, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Which also in, in other news, that's been completely just shadowed over is Ben Roethlisberger also retired. <laughs> yeah, I, I did post a post a little jab on that whenever the retirement news came out. I was like, poor Big Ben, even his announce his retirement is being overshadowed by Tom Brady. Because I mean what a poor timing. He retired on like oh. Thursday and then Tom Brady fake retires. fake retires or didn't retire on Saturday. Oh. Nobody everyone is over here like who the fuck is Big Ben? Like yeah. that the that's crazy. Yeah, it's so it's not funny. Um, it just kind of sucks for him. But I also don't think he had his moment, and I think he's good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's about it for today. I mean, we little went a little longer than possible, or what am I? We went a Sorry. little bit longer <laughs> than I anticipated on our first game. So I mean, the only other thing I really had is DQ announced he's staying with the Cowboys. So I'm excited about that. Me Thank too. the Lord. I really was hoping he would come back. We'll see on kind of our other coaching standpoints, but like, that's a big one. I'm very, very thankful we're seeing return. Other than that, there's a couple other things, but like the only other thing is just the Olympics start this week. So winter Olympics, I think they're the fourth through the 20th. I'm an Olympic person. You know that from this podcast, it's sad that we're wrapping up the NFL now. I can't believe it's already here, but like, we won't have anything to talk about next week for football, really, unless some crazy shit comes out about the Pro Bowl. But um, full denial. I know. But yeah, so we'll maybe have some Olympic talk, start, you know, our transition to other sports. But I'm a big Olympics person, so I'm very excited for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, maybe, maybe next week we can give out some season awards. Oh, yeah, we could try to do some. Yeah, we did say we were going to try to do that. And some that could be something we could do when we on um, the off week but before yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. But yeah, quick note on the Olympics. I don't know a lot. I feel like this is like the least in tune I've been to the Olympics in life. Yeah. Um, and I feel like no one's like, I feel like I've seen nothing about it. So it's kind of weird. That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, but I do know like COVID is a big issue still, and that even for instance, the men's hockey is like they're not sending NHL players this time. They're sending oh, like yeah. 
prospects and co- college, like NCAA hockey oh, players. So like, I, cool uh, I also that know that is happening, but yeah, I don't know a lot about the other sports, but I'm still going to tune in and I'm very excited for it. Love it. Yeah, me too. You'll have to let me know which things you're planning on watching so I can like try and watch some of the things. Yeah, definitely the obvious ones like hockey, figure skating. I like the speed skating. Yeah. Curling. Um, oh yeah. Curling's a big one. Love um, what's the like the ski, like the skiing, like the downhills and yes. I mean, I'll watch whatever. Really all on, of it. Yeah, me too. But you know, the, the head- like snowboarding and shit. I love yeah, the headlines will kind of form themselves, but but yeah, more of yeah. the obvious ones, but cool. but then I'll really sit down and watch any of it to be honest. Yeah. Um, cool. yeah, other than that, I think that'll be it for this week, just because um we ran longer than I thought we would, but that's fine. <laughs> So thank you once again for joining us. We love you. We appreciate you as always. Go like, subscribe, find us on, I almost said YouTube. We are not on YouTube. Find (laughs) us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, which we're trying to push and do better at. We, We have a reel on Instagram that just keeps getting like shared and liked. It's gone viral not really but for us it has. <laughs> for us yeah, yeah TikTok's like, hard y'all jesus it's up to like 200 likes okay <laughs> yeah that's huge but tiktok's hard like if you guys want to come help us then i'll fully accept that but i don't know i don't know. i mean i'm not trying to imply it's easy i think for us it's just it's a time thing that i yeah, so I'm we, like, send us content ideas and we'll we, do them. Yeah. I feel like I even have the ideas. I don't have the time to sit and film and figure it out. Yeah. Like, that's our problem. It's just we barely have time to record and get this podcast out. Once Outside week, yeah. of that, the, it's like, it's we're lucky. So it's just, it's one of those things where I got to figure out how to make more time for it. Yeah. And execute it. Well, right. Because every time we have the quote unquote time, like we're together and we're like, we're going to do it. We always end up getting shit faced and stuff. Right. Well that, and we just aren't well versed on like the semantics of how to do certain editing and things on TikTok. So I'm always like, here's my idea, but it's going to take me 45 minutes to Google how to put it together (laughs) and then like have to actually film it and put it together. Yeah. So we're, we're we're improving. We're, we're getting better. We're going to try to have more of that content. So Check it out. Stay tuned. And as always, interact with us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Any last words? Shit, no. (laughs) Tired. (laughs) Yeah. Good night. Good and goodbye. But literally, goodbye. But literally, yeah. It's 730 and I'm about to go to bed. So goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.